with KSOM and KS95 News. I'm Tom Robinson. Our temperature right now stands at 63 degrees. Forecast high for today, 74, low 64. Well, thunderstorms are expected to develop along a cold front tomorrow afternoon through the evening hours, and some could be severe, especially along and west of I-35. Ashley Burry with the National Weather Service in Des Moines says storms could develop in western Iowa later tonight with the main threat on Saturday. But as we get into Saturday, uh, we do have better chances for severe weather. Our time frame still looks to be afternoon to evening hours. Um, that starts out further west as the cold front moves into the area. And then as it gets across the state throughout the later afternoon and evening, um, we should see some better chances for some more widespread um, possibilities for some severe weather. Burry says the main threats include large hail, damaging winds, a slight chance of a tornado, and heavy rainfall. Burry says the storms are expected to weaken as they cross the I-35 corridor into eastern Iowa late Saturday evening. An Osceola man is cited for leaving the scene of an accident and four other citations after striking two parked vehicles in Creston. Creston police mailed the driver, identified as 35-year-old Jesse Dale McDowell, citations for leaving the scene of an accident. Reckless driving, parking where prohibited, failing to maintain control and improper lane use. According to police, on September 16th at around 10.30 p.m., McDole driving a 2004 Buick Park Avenue traveling south on Division Street struck a parked 1997 Dodge Ram pickup, causing it to roll, striking a 1999 Chevy Blazer. McDole fled the scene. The Buick was located a few blocks from the accident. Officers found a passenger in the yard next to the abandoned car. Witnesses reported that McDowell was allegedly intoxicated, and the passenger confirmed they had been drinking at a bar. A 10-car crash has been investigated on I-80. The accident happened near around 7.30 a.m. yesterday near the Jordan Creek Parkway exit. Video footage shows the chain reaction collision, which temporarily closed all lanes. Three people were sent to the hospital with minor injuries. Another anonymous person is offering up to $1,000 in, for information on a break-in and theft in Page County, with Page County Crime Stoppers offering a reward of up to $1,500, an anonymous person offering $1,000. This brings the possible reward to $3,500. Rewards are conditional on information leading up to criminal charges being filed on the person or persons responsible for these crimes. The Page County Sheriff says the incident occurred sometime during the night of Thursday, September 7th through the early morning hours of Friday, September 8th. The location of the incident is northeast of College Springs in rural Page County. Some of the items taken were a gray 2022 Ford 550 pickup with a service box equipped with a small crane, Bobcat welder, gas torch set, and numerous tools for the truck and shop. The 2022 Ford was parked inside of the victim's shop. The suspect or suspects loaded up more tools from the shop before leaving with the vehicle and contents. Persons leaving tips can remain anonymous and will be given a number as identification. The Red Oak Police Department arrested 27-year-old Tory Chanel Bergeson of Red Oak following a traffic stop Thursday morning. An investigation led to Bergeson's charges with possession of a controlled substance. Bergeson was held in the Montgomery County Jail on a $1,000 bond. Well, the Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday approved a request from Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation to redistribute allocated funds from the Rural Pottawatomie County Infrastructure Coalition. Mandy Billings files this report. 
Shalamar Mazetis, Rural Development Manager, told the board that the city of McClelland has declined their funds. Basically what they wanted to do, it turns out even if they were to do the study, it's not going to serve them, unfortunately. The water pressure issue in McClellan is still a very serious issue, but unfortunately, they just barely meet the threshold of what is required by the state of Iowa. So um, we are back to the drawing board with them on hoping to help them figure out something. We just don't know what it is. The total amount they were giving to McClelland was going to be $12,105. Mazetta said the steering committee met last week and they decided they would like to redistribute those funds to Hancock's project. Hancock's project is still moving forward very well. It was originally estimated that Hancock's project, which is a lagoon repairs and water tower repairs, would be $200,000. The bids have come back at 613, so astronomically higher than what was anticipated. Our goal with RPCIC was to fund 12.1% of each of these six projects that we did. With the current rate right now that we are giving Hancock, which is $24,209, we would only be funding it 3.95%. So we felt since all the other projects are moving along fine and everyone's doing exactly what they should be doing, with Hancock kind of getting given the last end of this, we thought it would be best for that $12,105 to go towards Hancock's project. Mazetta said that would bring them up to funding 5.93% of Hancock's project. So it's not much, but it does make a huge difference. As of right now, their debt capacity is roughly around $500,000. They have 0% debt that they have spent as of right now. That's up based off of the 70% of 5% of the evaluation calculation. And that means that they can borrow enough and make up the difference. And just barely with this additional funding, this will make their project a go. Supervisor's Chairman Brian Shea. I think that's a good way to switch it over and help our small town. They need it bad. They do. The approval by the supervisors was unanimous. I'm Andy Billings reporting. And a winner said woman is dead after Madison County crash. The sheriff's office says 62-year-old Carol Harms' vehicle went off coming road Tuesday afternoon. Investigators say she was the only person in the vehicle. A Knoxville man is behind bars after allegedly threatening the Marion County Road Department on Tuesday. Joshua Isley is facing threats of terrorism and first-degree harassment charges. The comments were made on a Facebook post. He is currently in the Marion County Jail. And the Des Moines Police Department is asking for help finding a... Emily Joanne Dudney went missing after escaping a juvenile residential facility in Ames. Officers say she may have returned to Des Moines. She's 5'4", 125 pounds, and was last reported wearing a white t-shirt, blue jeans, and black Nike shoes. Well, many Iowa residents are still mourning the loss of fallen officer Kevin Cram. There was a public funeral service in the Algona High School gym yesterday. There were over 700 officers from all over Iowa to pay their respects. Algona Police Chief Bo Miller says Cram lived like a hero and died like a hero. More news on the website at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next. 